We force fit ourselves in the dress of time as we step on the linear path, worrying about an outgrown history, wondering if the moment for second chances has passed, fretting about memories, looking back on all the ways choices could have shaped the present that in turn would grant a different future. But here we swirl around and around, sleeping at the wheel of the merry-go-round. Why wait to be woke? Why wait for an invitation? When wherever we are is where we start, wherever we are is the only time to begin. I love this poem by Dana Folds as she gently explains how perfection is wrapped in the judgment of blame and shame. Here's her poem, Awakening. Why wait for your awakening? Do you value your reasons for staying small more than the light shining through the open door? Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Now is the only time you have to be whole. Now. Now is the sole moment that exists to live in the light of your true nature. Perfection is not a prerequisite for anything but pain. Perfection is not a prerequisite for anything but pain. Please, oh please, don't continue to believe in your stories of deficiency and failure. This is the day of your awakening. I sat down and I wrote a 2023 look back list. And as I was still writing all the way to the next page, so much, so much, sometimes too much. So grateful that the water didn't rise above, but carried us all along through the ebbs and flows, through the riptides and safely to the shore. And on the days when I could row no more, other hands and arms, visible and invisible, guided the boat, keeping it afloat. Write your year down. When you look back, you will remember what you got done. If it was so much, so much, too much, you will recall the days of grace with gratitude. When the only way up is to step down. When the only way to joy is to find peace in the sorrow. When the only way to strength is to ask for help. When every full heart becomes a beacon for the empty. We live lives filled with daily tiny miracles. I grab my phone in the morning and I'm assailed with outside events and calendar to-dos. We get swept away by urgency, which in turn drives decision-making. The rest of the day follows that trail of busy crumbs and hasty conversations. This attitude of gratitude is not easy to adopt. We've read too many books, stories, articles on this subject, but how much of it actually sticks? The only time we celebrate gratitude is during Thanksgiving, and that is just before the turkey is carved. But what holds us back? Entitlement. The expectation that life should have been better in some way. A more complete relationship, a finer home, a cooler job, more money, shinier car, better body. The superlatives of entitlement are always circling 
leading to the next trait dissatisfaction this one hangs over the head like a cloud which will not burst into rain the problem with dissatisfaction is its broody and moody demeanor nothing is working the way it is supposed to and it is entrenched in vagueness jealousy the cloying aspect of acquisitive behavior the belief that someone else has everything that you don't have i wish i had his job or her body or their partner or lived in this house or had that vacation or hung out with those friends jealousy and envy are best buddies distraction being distracted constantly means that nothing gets full attention having to put a conversation on hold to respond to a non-urgent text or add a like on a social media post gives the plot away distraction can masquerade as self-importance pretense toxic positivity is training yourself to act outwardly in ways that don't affirm how you actually feel fake it till you make it creates more confusion within us Wearing a happy mask which hides feelings of overwhelm or anxiety or frustration only creates more alienation. Gratitude is a daily practice of recognition. If we want a stronger body, we have to exercise in some way every day. Here it is the same. We train ourselves slowly to start seeing the world and ourselves in a different way. Not searching constantly for flaws. but looking for the beauty gratitude is also the connective tissue of intelligence we all know the difference between intellect and intelligence the former is a scalpel that pairs down the excess single mindedly in search of the answer but intelligence moves to the center in search of the solution which doesn't lie in the sharp edges This is wisdom that grows from within while gathering from the ground. The gifts can only be recognized by the trained eye. The four entryways cultural anthropologist and wise elder Angelus Arian speaks of the four portals which are entryways. Blessings, learnings, mercies and protections. Each portal offers a different opportunity to offer thanks. Benediction when you least expect it. An obstacle that teaches us about grit. A reprieve that buys us time or the many ways we have been saved from danger. All of life is a dance of light and shadow, increase and decrease, appearance and disappearance. Strength and fragility are bonded together. physical ability mental faculty emotional capacity and spiritual strength are often overlooked gifts in our need for tangible proof of abundance the world is not a splinter poet and author mark nepo writes if peace comes from seeing the whole then misery stems from a loss of perspective we begin so aware and grateful the sum somehow hangs in there in the sky the little bird sings the miracle of life just happens then we stub our toe and in that moment of pain 
the whole world is reduced to our poor little toe. Now for a day or two it is difficult to walk. With every step we are reminded of our poor little toe. Our vigilance becomes what defines our day. The pinch we feel in walking on a bruised toe or the miracle that is still happening. It is the giving over to the smallness that opens us to misery. In truth, we begin taking nothing for granted. Grateful that we have enough to eat, that we are well enough to eat. But somehow, through the living of our days, our focus narrows like a camera that shutters down, cropping out the horizon. And one day, we're miffed at a diner because the eggs are runny or the hash isn't seasoned just the way we like. When we narrow our focus, the problem seems everything. We forget when we are lonely, dreaming of a partner. We forget first beholding the beauty of another. We forget the f- comfort of first being seen and held and heard. When our view shuts down, we are up in the night, annoyed by the way our lover pulls the covers or leaves the dishes in the sink without soaking them first. In actuality, misery is a moment of suffering allowed to become everything. So when feeling miserable, we must look wider than what hurts. When feeling a splinter, we must while trying to remove it, remember there is a body that is not a splinter and a spirit that is not a splinter and a world that is not a splinter. The task every day is to love a little more, judge a little less, be more of myself, be less of someone else. Shedding the excess weight in the mind is the hardest diet in the world. Take today and hug it tight. Tell those you love how much they mean to you. Then tell them why. What is the point of holding love back? Let it flow so the waters nourish other souls. This is the time of rebirth. This is the way we resurrect. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you liked it, please don't forget to follow, share and leave us your feedback.